Hello and welcome to another edition of Three Words Max podcast. As always, I'm Asa Wheatley and I'm with Adam Foley, as it will be for most of the time. Maybe have a few guests in the future, but... I'll occasionally not be here. Probably. Yeah. So, in a previous podcast, we talked about we were going to set up a dating profile on an online dating website. Well, we were aiming for several. For several, yes. But I found one in the meantime that I could use on my iPhone, which had a an app for it, which made things a hell of a lot easier, in theory. Yeah. Just like the advert says, there's an app for that. Yeah. And um, it really didn't make it much easier. It, In my opinion, it makes it much more difficult. How? Uh, okay, for base, to start with, you need... You can't have an online dating profile without a picture. No one's going to go for you if you don't have a picture, I'm assuming. Well, that's, that's obvious there. Yeah. That's so, like, so the first that's the thing is... that you're going to come across with any like anything that you sign up for, you're going to have to put a picture yeah. up. So, I mean, I mean, it makes sense to go put a picture up. That's fine. You can do that on a phone or a laptop. And I want to make, uh, um, make it clear, Ace doesn't have an internet right now. And we're recording this yeah. at his. So yeah, I have to use I my have phone's no, 3G no connection. access at the moment. So using my phone's 3G connection, it took a while to get everything up, um, but I got four pictures up there. All good. That's impressive. So next thing you do, why four? Why not just leave one up there? Like, why do you need? Well, four? how do I? How, I mean, imagine you see someone with just one picture. You're going to think, old guy taking a picture from Facebook, old guy taking a picture from the internet. Yeah, but now, okay. if I saw a girl with only one picture, I'm going. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not going to get rid of that. But by that standard, though, you could just be like. If, if it's like, oh, this old guy took this one picture from Facebook, this old guy, if he's managing to get one, he can take about 700. Oh, yeah, he, he can take as many as he wants. But, and if um, he wants to have sex with you, Adam, he's going to do it. Not if I don't let him. <laughs> if he can't meet me, he's not having sex with me. Well, he's going to try. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, there's that. So I uploaded more than one picture, just, just like, it's me! Um, and then you fill out basic details, your height, your weight, what you, um, your religion, dietary stuff, and like that. <laughs> basic information. What goes through your body? <laughs> um, as well as that, you need to have a username. Don't want to use your own name, security reasons, which I think is pretty standard. That's weird. See, I find that completely weird, because if, like, the whole point of, like, meeting people and, like, you, you introduce to someone... If someone's got a retarded name, that's a, that's a, you're obviously going to kind of have an opinion about that. Whether it affects your opinion of them overall, they could have a stupid name that, like, what if someone you met was, you met them and they were just like, oh yeah, actually, my name's Moonshine. <laughs> that's going to change your opinion on them. I'm going to assume their parents were um, marijuana-induced hippies. Exactly. So... That's, I find that weird, because the whole point of online dating is like, okay, I want to meet other people, but I'm going to use a fake name. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my name is Foley02K, which is basically my login <laughs> in yeah. Queen's Park. And I, it's my, it's my um, YouTube name as well, so. Something already exists. Yeah, but... I, so I, I don't know. have to remember I find it weird, username. because... I oh, know, I do agree, it's a bit weird. I, I also agree with it, I mean, because you meet a load of strange people on the internet. Yeah. If they know your name, they can find them on Facebook and they start talking on Facebook. So you don't use your name until you actually get to know these people. I mean, I understand that now. I, in today's, I today's day and age. For the free ones, but yeah. we haven't tried a paid one oh, yet. Oh, no, no. So I would be interested to see if 
in the paid ones if you have to have a username that can't be your name. Um, if anyone is interested, I'm using OKCupid. <laughs> Just in case anyone anyone listening. Any of the four listeners, we've gained, a, we've gained a listener now. We've gained a listener. If any of the four are listening, OKCupid's what I'm currently using. You can find me on their folio 2K and mock me. Okay. Yeah. Um, we haven't got around to fi- finalising my profile. Mainly because it looks like it's going to take a long time. There are ten areas you need to discuss, and they want you to try and discuss at length them. Yeah, I just wanted to put cliched things in. I don't want to put actual kind of... Well, I say actual meaningful things, but that's what everyone's trying to do anyway, so that's... Everyone's trying to put actual meaningful things in, rather than my real-life stuff, which won't yeah. be very interesting. Yeah, so in the... One thing I can section, put in as... Um, I'm very... I mean, there's one, the sections I can remember are the self-summary... Which, in my opinion, should be the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing should just be a self-summary. You also get what you're doing right now in your life. You also get, I'm very good at this stuff. Yeah. Like, this is what I, like... It's it's supposedly, like, a skills section. I mean, one thing I can put that into realize, and it would be very interesting, is I'm a second dan in karate. That would be something that stands out. Yeah, exactly. But doesn't fit with my overall person right now, because I no longer do that. It's like, come and meet me, I'll punch you in the face. (laughs) Come meet me. We'll all be happy. You won't get stabbed. I just might not be the person you meet. Um, uh, (laughs) Unless they get stabbed by somebody else. (laughs) Before you get there, don't guarantee that. Because if they get stabbed before They're going to take you straight to the middle of halls and start getting racial slurs at anyone that passes by until they get stabbed. (laughs) I'm not going to stand around for that. Um, stuff I'm good at, what I'm doing in my life, uh, what people usually notice about me first. That's an interesting one. That's a weird one. That's a weird one, but I mean... Is that like, if you're just walking down the street, what people notice about you? Or is that when people people first meet you? When people first meet you. Okay, here's the thing. Going back to the names. If someone was called Moonshine, (laughs) that would be the first thing I'd notice about them. If I met someone and someone was like, oh, hi, this is my friend, she's called Moonshine, I'd be like... She's called what? She's named after pure alcohol. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> I, I get what you mean there. So, I guess with the whole... Uh, I mean, I'm guessing it's both physical stuff for people first. Well. Yeah, mine will probably be that I'm very broad for my height. Short and stout. Short and stout. Like teapot. And then there's the mental things that they know about you. So for me, it'll be I'm absolutely crazy. I'm nuts. I don't think... But that's not what they're going to first notice. Oh, no, no. They won't notice Unless that. you say hello. Unless <laughs> they're like, oh, hi, I'm black. And you're like... <laughs> <laughs> then they might be... Hi, I'm Moonshine. What about my la la Yeah. Um, I would like to meet someone called Moonshine. <laughs> just to judge them. Yeah, just to kind of be like, what was wrong with your parents? And why haven't you changed your name? What else was it? What's your section? Um, favourite movies, books... Yeah, the kind of classic... Songs, like, what are your favourite foods, shows... Uh, you should message me if that was the very last one. Oh yeah, which the to me kind of, just kind of seems a bit obvious. You should message me if you're not an old stalker man. You're not going to rape me, and you actually like my profile. Yeah, it's it's kind of just like you like on my face. You should message me if you agree with anything <laughs> I've put above this statement. Uh, other things. This is one you point out being stupid. The most private thing I'm willing to admit. It's yeah. no longer private. If you're willing to admit it, it's not a private thing. It's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, we haven't filled out any of these things. There's a few more. I can't remember the ones. No, I want to fill it. I want you to fill it out with complete cliches for anything. I want to fill it out honestly first and wait like a week. And when I get no messages or no replies, <laughs> I only want a message. <laughs> then just, then just go all, your way. Yeah, just put it all in 
just standard online dating phrases. Oh, another thing we discussed, I don't think we'll be using it for the podcast at all, but um, Asa and his better half may possibly make one for a joke about themselves. And he can put as much cliches as he wants there, or he can go another route, which I'm thinking about, and be an absolute dickhead and see if it actually works online. Because I've seen it work and realised that being a dickhead works. Probably. You be a dickhead, you get a girl, you abuse the girl, essentially, and she stays with you. <laughs> Message me if you want to <laughs> smack in the face. <laughs> um, because, what was it, um, on IT Crowd? They did an yeah. episode about that. as like, <laughs> I am a serial killer. <laughs> she yeah, turns up, she's not a serial killer. See, she she see somebody else has already done that as a joke. We can't steal that. Ah, but they Especially now that you've mentioned it. They did it in script. We were doing it in real life. It's true. We were thinking about, like, I was thinking about making a documentary about Adam's rise and fall of online dating. So so you're assuming with the rise and fall thing that I'm actually going to succeed at some point yeah. and then just crash down bad. Well, the rise is you going to be submitting your thing. <laughs> I've done it! And the fall is going to be nobody later, be replying. No replies at all. Yeah. Um, the other thing was, and these are hilarious, the questions that you do. The questions are pretty bad. One thing I like about the questions, though, are they're not generated by the people who created the site. They're user... Which they should be. They should be, but they're user-created. So, I mean, some of them make sense. And there, are, there's there, a there are a couple of them that you're like, oh, that's a good question, and I want to know other people's opinion on that. Others are stupid and in your profile. My favourite my favorite stupid one was, would if someone was in your car, and they th- if you were driving... And so it assumes a lot about you. Yeah, it assumes, assumes you can drive. The three of us in this house right now can't. Yeah, you have enough money to own a car again. And none keep, of us. <laughs> and keep it running. None of us. And you're or, and you're driving people around. So it assumes all that about you, and then it just asks you if you were driving a, um, someone around. I, I can't remember if it was a friend or if it's someone you've just met, and they throw something out a window. What would you do? And it's not like you can give an explained answer or whatever. They give you the options. Yeah. So one was, be angry at them. Yeah, basically it was kind of like, tell them off, um, begrudgingly tell them off, laugh about it and talk about how you always throw things out the window. Or throw something out the window. (laughs) Or throw, or yeah. (laughs) So someone throws a bit of rubbish out the window, oh, I have to join in, here's my Rolex. Yeah. See, with the, thro- with the throw something out the window, you could answer that with the intention of, oh, I'd throw them out the window. You could. But you'd never be able to explain that. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure if you did put that on your profile, nobody would want to come with... Nobody would ever want to get in your car just in case you fucking threw them well, out the window. Well, the good news is I don't have a car, so I well, can no, answer that and it's fine. Yeah. But other questions are like, are you Christian? You can answer this on your profile page, and it's just yeah, kind of... Yeah, it is a lot of, like, repetition. I think because it's a free one, basically, whoever made it was just like, right, I don't want to think of all these fucking questions and try and get all these people together. So, I'm just going to get... Whoever joins, they can fucking make questions up. And it's up to them to figure out what questions mean anything when they're actually trying to meet people. Which I think is a terrible idea, because it brings up ridiculous questions. One thing I'm going to enjoy seeing, though, is because I've answered so many questions, they've um, told me they're going to send me an email with my where I would find my best matches in UK, Europe, and the world. Wait, so they're going to just be like, oh yeah, here's... The people you, you matched up most to on an algorithm. 
Here is where, they, where they come from. Here's where they will be. So where I, they'll be or where they come from? Where they come from. So oh, I, can, okay. I can have like no one in the UK liking me. Yeah. But Slovenia could love me. Could happen. Could happen. That would be quite interesting. I'd be very fair. interested to see where the Philippines comes on that. Yeah, that's Cause, true. Because if I had to guess, like, where I wanted my partner to be from, Philippines. But then that's like that's less about the fact that they are Filipino and more about the fact that it is just certain people. Mm. Cultural differences might kick in there. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, if there's not, a large correlation of not liking me, that's It's not going to come up and just be like, yeah, everyone you, uh, everyone that matches is actually from Russia. <laughs> Every person that likes you is from Andorra. Yeah. <laughs> All five of them. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you're going to get a lot of UK heavy and a lot of US. I'm like, I reckon you'll get a lot of US heavy US ones. Heavy. Not like, I see US being at the top. Yeah. Probably, I mean, my, because... There's just more people there. By that theory, I should get the most, like, China. But then again, probably not okay Cuban in China. No, but I mean, like, there'll be more people... um, Using. Yeah, like, more people using it, and then also more people that are kind of just general matches to everyone. The people who answer things the way you would. Yeah, exactly. The people who answer... The way you want to do. The way that I want to, in the kind of cliched manner of... <laughs> I'll take like, the middle ground! Yeah, exactly. Just not actually choosing a side. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm looking forward to doing, though, it's just mainly because it's perhaps the easiest thing... The most fun thing to do on the side is they have quizzes. What kind of quizzes? User-created quizzes. Oh, God. The user-created content on this just gets more and more shit... But do you know the only quiz I've done so far? What? How well do you know the Pokemon, original Pokemon games? That's a I, weird quiz. I got 100%. Well done, <laughs> I think. Um, Either says... That's um, an odd quiz for there to be on a dating website. It, Maybe it's, it's a quiz, and it's like, the lower score you get, the closer you are to actually being matched with something. The higher <laughs> score you get. I got 100%. You're never getting married! Yeah. The higher score is... Buy a flashlight, and that's your life. <laughs> another sponsor um, <laughs> but yeah that's weird that's an odd quiz to have on a dating website it is an odd quiz I, mean, I wonder if it was male or female made I think it was female no? really there are quite a few female nerds in the world well I know that but I'm just it just seems odd yeah they do have geek specific dating sites it keeps advertising on Google oh on the sites. yeah there's remember. a two in the middle yeah Geek to geek, something like that. I think it's geek to geek. Maybe you should try that one. I'm gonna have to try then, that one. Then your Pokemon knowledge will. I'm pretty sure it's a paid one though. Uh, so that's gonna be a few of paid ones. Yeah. I mean, we we'll eventually get to that one. Um, I want to do eHarmony because they're always <laughs> claiming they're like, we're not a dating website, we're a relationship website, and I want to see if that's true. <laughs> I want to uh, see, like, because I want to see if there's a difference between that one. And all the other ones that are pretty much the same. Um, eHarmony, is that the one where they have these two people in the bookshop? Or they have the, the posh, posh adverts. No, that's Match.com. That's Match.com. It's very Match.com. No. Match.com have the most retarded advertising scheme in the world. <laughs> because, okay, the, the main adverts that I've seen and remember are, one of them is, there's a little, like, sing-along. I'm pretty sure it's Match.com. And they have a little sing-along, and the guy's talking about he really Godfather likes Godfather 3. Yeah. And they get their shoelaces tied together, and it's just like, oh, like, that's how they met. Isn't that a great story? And then the other one is 
there's a guy sitting on like um, a train station platform. Oh, I remember that one. And he <laughs> looks across and he sees some girl, and then the train comes in front and the train goes away. Why he's not got on the train, I don't know. He could be at a station like Baker Street where you get like the Circle Line and the other line at the same place, but very Maybe. unlikely. Yeah. But he is at a train station rather than a tube station. Yes, well, I mean, it would make sense that he got a, a different train. Yeah. yeah, okay, fair enough. But, so anyway, she disappears when the train's gone. He's like, oh no, she's gone. I looked at her and she's the love of my life. And then she appears next, sitting next to him because she's walked over to the platform and is now sitting next to him. Now, my problem with both of those adverts are they are there advertising people meeting in really unconventional ways, like ways that outside of the internet. And they are an internet-based dating site. <laughs> they're talking about people... I never actually thought about that way. They're talking about people who meet randomly, not who are assigned to a website and just being like, here are five people that match your profile. Choose one of them. Maybe go out with one of them. They just happen to meet. Yeah. And Match.com doesn't do that. You just I mean, don't happen I, to I, I understand in the bookshop one, they're saying things that they have in common, they like, like that. Uh. Yeah. In the second one, for me, what I got from that one was, join our site, we're shallow, he <laughs> likes her because she's hot. Yeah, pretty much. And, like, she just comes over because <laughs> he's playing guitar. Yeah. And just like, well, what? what? I don't Shadow understand. Does. I don't understand the advert at all. The, and, advert, the advert is advertising a different service. <laughs> Than Match.com. <laughs> the advert is advertising just the world. And <laughs> it's just how like, people meet. It's like, you could go this way, or you could go to Match.com. And pay for the same thing. Yeah. And it's just like, why? why? I don't understand it at all. So, made so we're not using Match. No, I refuse We're not giving to, them money for their advertising. use Match.com so that they can stop making those stupid If they prove their advertising, would we go to them? Yeah, if yeah. they improve their advert, if they make a proper advert, okay, here's the advert that I would make for Match. There's a guy sitting in his bedroom alone, and he's like, oh, I don't know what to do with my life. And then he go- he's just going on the internet, and then he sees he sees a little, like, Match.com banner, and he clicks on Match.com. And then he's, like, typing away, and he does all his stuff. And then in a room, okay, in a room next door to him, so his neighbour's room, is this, there's a girl in there, and she's having exactly the same... So the whole advert is split-screen. Okay. They're both doing exactly the same thing, and then um, they join Match.com, do all that malarkey, then Match.com tells them to meet. Yeah. That is what that website is for. I'd have something similar to that, but I'd have a male and female one. And you go on Match.com and your room suddenly starts filling with people. Like That is an advert. Is it? That's yeah. why I've got it in my head then. Maybe not for Match.com, but there is an advert where people just pop up. I can't remember what it's called. So, so, so far I'm joining eHarmony as well as OkCupid. Yeah. geek to geek Yeah, that's, that's what it's called. We have to check that now. Yeah. Um, on the internet that I don't have. So yeah, yeah check it later on. Yeah. 3G, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, uniform dating, did you say it was? Oh, <laughs> Yeah. That's the one that Which I like. I can only guess is I like nurses' uniforms. I want a nurse. It seems or to me like opposite way around. If you work in uniform, so anyone can join. Not necessarily. Like I think it's like if you work in specific uniform. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, that's the one that I like. I would always see advertised on like ITV. Well, if you're watching a film on ITV and it gets to like past midnight, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff that always comes. I'm just like, why is this being that? This is weird. But yeah, so you just assume you're on ITV past midnight. You need to go. Yeah, yeah, probably. You're watching Total Recall or Conan at this time of night. You are obviously by yourself. Which, to be fair, I was at the time. But I never watched that, and just and I was like, oh, I'm going to join that website. I, because the advert is terrible as well. The advert is, like, it's animated. It's kind of weird. Yeah. That's, that's really weird. I mean, it's a dating like, website um, it, it aimed at people, apparently, who are home alone and watching TV and probably on, on the internet and going, hey, look at us, dating cartoons. Yeah. But it's not even good cartoons. It's... You know the... Is it South Park, but worse? No, no, no. It's, no, no, no. It's like the signs that you see on the front of bathroom doors. <laughs> <laughs> one's a fireman, one's a woman's police yeah. officer. So it's just, it's just those, like, shapes, those black shapes with uniforms on top of them or standing next to someone with a uniform on. That's awesome. Yeah. That's the extent of that advert. Okay, oh, so... We're having some oh. kind of... Seeker Geek, we've just Seeker found Geek, out. Seeker not Geek, geek to Geek, Seeker not Geek. geek, geek. I, I, that, that seems wrong to me, because I'm pretty sure there's one with a two in the middle. There might be, that might be a geek. different one. I did, but... There wasn't anything. We have a helper at the moment. We have a producer, I'm going to pull it out. We have a producer. Yeah, this is a three-person crew. Podcast. Now. <laughs> yeah, but she refuses to be on it, yeah. Um, so, I've Seeker Geek. So so Seeker Geek. I think that's better title than Geek, Geek to Geek. Seeker Geek. If Geek to Geek is... I'm pretty sure there's one that um, exists for every fetish show. So, probably. my Asian thing, there'll probably be one... There's probably, they, they do exist. They're called male brides. Yeah. Male order <laughs> yeah. brides. I'm not that desperate yet. Not Give yet. it another ten years, but we and should, maybe. We should look into that maybe in a month. <laughs> geek Geek Day. Oh, no. Geek Day is the other one. No, Geek to Geek. Geek to Geek maybe, doesn't exist. Maybe it's like Seeker Geek... Or geek date, and their little catchphrase is geek. getting geek to geek. Yeah, that, that would like make that. sense. Yeah, that could possibly be what it is. So, okay, we've got one of the geek ones. That'll be yep. good for me, because I'll eventually meet a geek. Maybe. Maybe. They, I mean, they'll, be, hope they'll so. be as socially awkward as me, maybe, so makes yeah. sense. How is that going to work? <laughs> That's what I don't understand. How is the geek to geek website You do get, like, work? confident geeks. Why are they? They're the ones who we don't know because we haven't met them because we don't have the confidence to meet them. That's true. They're, they're the people that go outside, right? They're, they're the social geeks, the cool geeks that make geeks cool again. Cool geeks, yeah. People who aren't geeks, then. Exactly. Well, they're hipsters who <laughs> tend to be geeks. Yeah. Actually, on the hipsters, quickly, there's a video on YouTube called Being a Dickhead is Cool. About hipsters. Recommending you watch it. Okay. Hilarious. I haven't seen it. But I, watch it I will watch it at some point. So <laughs> if in it, the next month when if it is right. shit, don't blame me because awesome. I've never seen it. It's the it's the people you will have recognised like in London and just going, I hate you. I don't know you, but you. I hate like everyone you. in London pretty much. Uh, I'm in London. Yeah, but I mean, uh, general you, you hate ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the people in London. Just general you people who walk around. Who? Myself and Kamani. Yeah, pretty much. Who, as we've mentioned, will be on future podcasts. Yeah. So, we got you onto OkCupid. We answered some of the ridiculous questions. We sat down and laughed at the others. <laughs> yes, we sat down and enjoyed ourselves. 
if you if you have any curiosity curiosity at all, go and find it. You, you will be entertained for about twenty minutes. But you will have I'd say a bit longer than that. You could read other people's answers as well. That's true. We did get uh, matched up with two people. Oh, they have this thing called a quiver. Which I mean okay, Cuba, that makes sense. He has a quiver. Yeah. Um where they um match me up with two people, um it's kind of instantaneously like, almost. Yeah, it's kind of like these people answered the questions similarly. We think you'll fit, maybe. I kind of understand where they're going with it. Like people answer questions similar to you, you look at their profiles, then you read yeah. their profiles like I don't like them. <laughs> yeah. Then you read their profiles and you're just like, Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> um, whereas I think it should be the other way around. If you have like some keywords and match with someone else. You should see what, them in pro- your profile. Yeah, they, then you should match them, and then you can look at what they've answered. You should be bothered by that. Because I'm not going to look at someone's answers and go, oh, I don't agree with that, I don't agree with that. That's something I would eventually go to that person. And, um, whereas there's summaries, what I'm going to be looking at more. You know, yeah, maybe. the little description. Well, how they describe themselves yeah. rather than predetermined answers. Yeah, rather than a, like, <laughs> Do you believe you've got yes or no? Yeah. Or yes or no? I mean, I don't then care. then it doesn't show you the extremes my, of that. My future partner, I don't care if they believe in religion or not. I'm not ready to join them to it. At no point so, am I going to be converted into Buddhism. Well, Jediism, maybe. But that's still fine. a religion. It's still a religion. And it means I get lights lightsaber eventually. No, it doesn't. Eventually. Because they don't exist. Eventually. Three to five years. No. Three to five years. It will never happen. And here's the reason it will never happen. George Lucas will sue whoever makes it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the guy who makes Star Wars doesn't like people who like Star Wars. It's That's true. not true. Not true, but... He just, like, I don't... Okay, I don't like the prequel films, but I don't hate George Lucas. Like, when everyone's like, oh, George Lucas raped my childhood, you're a <laughs> fucking idiot. You are a fucking idiot if, you, if you're listening and you I just got an image that. in my head of George Lucas raping a piece of paper called childhood. That's horrible. <laughs> Horrible, but not as bad as where I thought you were. <laughs> but yeah, all those people who like, uh, there's a band and they wrote a song called "George Lucas Raped My Childhood." <laughs> That's a stupid fucking song. Like it's, it's kind of funny, but it's a stupid. I know. I'm not going to go and saying um, George Lucas raped my childhood or anything. Because those I films, I don't hate it. Those original films are never going to go away. Like, okay, he is changing bits of them, but at the end of the day. Is is his? He can do whatever the fuck he wants with it. Like, if I had if I had a film, and I looked at it again, and I was like, oh, actually, I don't like this, so I'm gonna change this. Whether the people watching it or not thought that was a good idea, mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, it's mine. I can do what I want with it. I might just ask them for feedback and be like, oh, do you agree with this? And if they're like, no, I might take it on board. Yeah. But I'm not just gonna be like. Like Mass Effect 3, where they ended it, lots of people hated the ending, and so now they've come out and released a DLC pack so that they can please everyone. Um, I can understand that there being bad. I mean, it's the ending to their artistic creation, and I mean, what we discussed last time, someone changing, uh, someone's artistic approach being changed by someone else. We discussed that on another podcast. Yeah. But um, my point is with this. There was a huge backlash against Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. At no point was it changed to please the fans. And I think at some point... But I don't think it should have to be. I did like the fact that he made Jar Jar Binks the whole reason why the Empire got me, essentially. He gave... He stood up in the Senate and did that bloody... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I only saw that movie once. 
I've only seen... Fair enough. I, I mean, I've seen... You don't need to see it again. I don't need to see it again. Revenge I like. I really like Revenge. Like the third one. Yeah, I've only seen that one. He kills children in it. So That's pretty impressive. Yeah. To get away with. Um, little, the little scream at the end where he's like, No! no! That's, That's terrible. That's kind of annoying. Um, but at no point, sh- like, should George Lucas have to... He's never going to. Oh, no, I wasn't saying he has to. He would have but to. But he should never, like, whether people want it to or not, he should never have to change it. As oh, no, no, kids, no. he should do what he wants Yeah, to. exactly. But I think he could have, and it wouldn't be very difficult to do, put in an additional extra in DVDs where Jar Jar Binks gets shot in Maybe he loves Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> he did create him. Exactly. Like, jo- like, George Lucas probably loves Jar Jar Binks. Probably has a big touching thing. Yeah, exactly. He probably has every fucking Star Wars toy ever in existence. Can I just say Star Wars, another um, sponsor? Yeah. I want, yeah, Lucasfilm, come on. Come on. I am backing you, Lucas. <laughs> be on my team. Okay. One of the best Star Wars toys I've ever had was a Jar Jar Binks toy. Was it? Yes. One of the most, like, one of the kind of most different and fun toys I ever had was a Jar Jar Binks toy. And it lasted me ages. And it was basically, it was free from Pizza Hut. And it was basically a, like, kind of plastic Jar Jar Binks head. Probably about the size of... Plug maybe bigger? Yeah, or? yeah, the size of, of a plug. UK plug size. Yeah. Uh, yeah, UK plug size. The big ones. And so it was about the size of that. A um, little bit thicker. And it was like a plastic Jar Jar Binks head. And then he had his tongue that, like, it was really, really long, and it stuck to things. Oh, I so, had one of those? Yeah, so you held the head, you flicked the yeah. tongue, the tongue, like, grabbed, like, a piece of paper or a book or something, and then you, like, pulled it back, and it pulled it with it. I had shitloads of... As a kid, I, I had shitloads of fun with that. They got really dirty really quickly, though. Yes, they did get really dirty. But that was a very good marketing they company, because free... then you went back to pizza. Yeah. For nagging your parents to go another one. They were free they with were free. Pizza Hut. Yeah. yeah. And I had, I had shitloads of them. Um, because whenever they would ask, which ones do you want, I would always be like, I want that one. Things. Yeah, I had seven of them. I was like, I want that one. Um, I used, my family, or my Indian, my mom's side, Indian family, um, whenever we used to get together, which was like the whole family, all my cousins and everything, so we're doing like yeah. upwards of about 50 people on, onwards, we'd order loads of pizzas and stuff, and there'd only be about 10 of us that were kids. Yeah, of 50. Of 50. I mean, like, I have loads of cousins, and at that point, by kids, I mean under 15. I, yeah. I mean, I've got a cousin right now who's the same age as my mother, only a few months younger. Yeah, 42. Well, I think she's going to be 42 soon, I'm fairly sure. You just aged your mother to everyone. Yeah. Um, well, oh well. And, um, no, no, so old I am. Aha. Uh-huh. Um, 21. Now they know. <laughs> 21 and a bit. And a bit, yeah. And a just bit. like a child. Yeah. So, anyway, so, like, managed to get, uh, what? Tons of pizzas coming yeah, in. Yeah. So everyone got like two Jar Jar Binks toys. Spitting them around each other. And one got really dirty. And the other one got clean. I have no idea where they went though. No, I had a lot of them and none of mine stayed clean for very long. And they would lose their sticky pretty quickly. But I just lost flame with them. It was a fun toy. Yeah, it was just a fun toy. But I do have... And so that was when Phantom Menace came out. When they re-released um, uh, Empire, Return and A New Hope. Um, I got, and I can see it right there, I got this little box. Oh, the... And it's, it's got a mirror down the middle, and it's got half of Yoda's face on one side and half of Vader's face on the other. And they kind of look like they're stuck together. 
But because of the mirror in between them, you can see Yoda's full head and Vader's full head. And I still... That's from about 97. I know. And I still have it. It's I still have, sit, it, it's it's sitting on my Star Wars shelf. And another thing about the prequels is... When I first watched one, I fucking loved that film. I, I think it was... Uh, one came out at uh, around about, say, millennium almost? 99. 99, millennium. So we're looking at you being possibly... I was nine. Nine. Sorry, yeah. I was eight. I can understand loving it then, because all I can remember from it was lightsaber fights. Yeah. 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 I, I Which watched... I've watched recently and aren't that good. No. I mean, the last one is pretty good. Revenge. No, no, the last fight. Oh, the... Um, but it's because it's stopped. Yeah. That's the thing as well. It, as like, a character, I like yes, it. Yes, it introduced Jar Jar Binks, but it also introduced Darth Maul, who is fucking, fucking awesome. awesome. I have a Darth Maul figure sitting See, behind right there. me. Yeah, I had the double-sided cool. lightsaber. Yeah, exactly. Which annoyed my parents, because you couldn't go anywhere with it, because you just whacked no. everything. But, yeah, that was, I mean, giving him the double-sided lightsaber was a genius thing. Yeah. And it allowed you to be more creative with your choreography and stuff. Yeah. Well, and I see you. You like them. Them. The, the makers of it. Yeah. And it is really cool. And the thing that I like as well is um, the, po- the podcasts, the prequels have flaws and lots of flaws, but they also have quite good... Mo- the pod racing moment in the first one is really good. For me, the pod racing moment drags on a bit too long. I don't know. I like it. I think there's, there's a moment where it's like, yeah, pod racing, it's awesome. Can we finish this now? <laughs> I kind of know what you mean. The pod racing game, however, oh, that, was that came out for N64, that was fucking awesome. I played, I mean, I rarely played an N64, we discussed this earlier, yeah. but that was awesome. Oh, I had those, I had, you know you get these mini game things, where you yeah. have like, a screen that wasn't colour, but the colour would be like, the background, and you have these, uh, it was made up of lines, and, and the pod racing game was one of those, you carry yes, it. Yes, I know what you mean. You're just avoiding everything else. Yeah. I, I played that game for hours. Those were like, and so, yes, it's it's kind of... It's a bad thing the prequels came out, but at the oh, same I would time... I it was a bad thing. At, yeah, like, the, okay, the prequels are bad. They're bad. They are bad films. But I'd never say they shouldn't have But, I, yeah, I, like, the fact that they did come out means that I got to see New Hope, Empire, and Return yeah. in the cinema. Yeah. Like in when I was Star Wars a, child, a new lease of life, and he got yeah. people interested in it again. People excited for it again. I mean, I would have never watched Star Wars if it hadn't, it hadn't come out. I probably would have eventually, but, eventually. But at that point in time, I had never seen them. And then when they were coming yeah. out, you'd have uh, they were coming back on TV quite often, and there was a lot of like Star Wars is coming out again. It's like when yeah. Indiana Jones, the one that shall oh, never yeah. be named, came Crystal out. Stuff. Yeah, that thing. Um, I got I got really like hyped for Indiana Jones again, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna buy the first three and present for my mother because she loves them but she doesn't have DVD players I'm taking them and so I basically bought myself a Christmas present love it yeah and so like I got excited for it again I got, and there was an entire generation who got really got excited for Indiana Jones again of of the three which is your favourite Indiana Jones yes uh Oscar Sick really yes. wow that is not the answer that I was expecting I think it's because it's the first time I saw ah okay see I have it introduced me to it I, I don't like Temple, I don't like Temple of Doom because um, I don't like it. <laughs> Temple of Doom is my favourite. Um, and then the first I have one, the same reasonings that you do as well. It's, it's probably it's it the one I have the most nostalgia for. Um, yeah. Raiders of the Lost Ark is the best one. Easily. But 
Temple of, I like Temple of Doom. I actually like Temple of Doom more than I like Last Crusade. See, I, I love Last Crusade more it's than good. Temple of Doom. But I agree with you, Raiders simply the best. Yeah, Ra- the original is or is definitely the best. I mean, it, I mean, it doesn't follow typical trilogy pattern of the first one, the establishing story, second one being the best one, and the third one being awful. They're all pre. The second amazing. one is set before the first one. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure, yeah. And then, obviously, the last crusade is set well after. Well after. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really like Temple of Doom. Monkey Brains, come on. How could you not like Monkey Brains? I think every time... Short, a lot of people hate Short Round. I love Short I Round. actually really like Short Round, yeah. A lot of people say Short Round is the Jar Jar Binks of Indiana Jones. No, I no, no, could no, 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 no. Charlotte Booth is the Jar Jar Binks yeah. of Indiana yeah. Jones. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I love the third one, without question. And then you have the fourth one, which at points I'm just questioning its existence at times. It that is, for me yeah. could... If it wasn't for the fact that it got Indiana Jones popular again and got people liking it and... Like, my cousins who would never have watched it, like, I would eventually force it down their throat. Yeah. But, like, they wouldn't have watched it out of their own free will. Um, they got interested in it again, and, uh, like I said, a generation got Indiana Jones in cinema again. I know what you mean, but they never but, re- uh, uh, re-released the original ones. Yeah, other than that, I don't think it should have existed. I think, this is going to be a bold statement, I think Indiana Jones 4 is worse than the Star Wars prequels. I agree. Which is saying a lot. I agree. Yeah. Star Wars prequels have three chances to get worse, and they don't. Yeah. They, they were like, ha, <laughs> ha, It's almost like George Lucas went, oh, the Star Wars fan base is bigger than the Indiana Jones fan base. Let me make one bit worse. Uh, I'm not saying he did this. This is just randomness. <laughs> this is his theory. He purposely made I Christmas I got people at yeah. this one, and people realize, actually put effort into these ones. Yeah. I it's like know, the Shia like, LaBeouf swinging with monkeys. What the fuck? And the way momentum works, I don't he just went, actually, I don't actually remember back anything from that film. I remember that, mainly because I looked at it at the time, I was just like, the fuck's going on? Am I mm-hmm. gone high or something? He's swinging with monkeys which should be attacking him, and he's not yeah. using the laws of physics enough. I don't know, like, I... I remember it being about aliens. Yeah, well that was the whole, like, ending of it. Yeah. It's about crystal skulls, for fuck's sake. Yeah, which is kind of a bit odd. Yeah, I kind of know why they did it, because it was supposed to be set in the 50s, and it's the whole, like, Roswell, yeah. all that kind of shit. Oh, the entire, you can hide in the refrigerator In the thing. fridge with the nuke, yeah. Uh, the first time I saw it, I was like, that's just stupid. Yeah, that is pretty terrible. And then he flew about 100 feet in the air and survived. Yeah, in a fridge. In a fridge. He was fine. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. I, I, ah, uh, that's, Yeah. That was, that was god awful. <laughs> that's all you can say. <laughs> you, if, I could do a three-word review of that film, can I? Oh, we're going to do a mid-podcast. We're going to do a mid-podcast. Three-word okay? max review. Okay. Go for it. Don't fucking watch. Pretty damn shit. There we go. We've got two of them there. Yeah. It's the only one I'll be able to do <laughs> ever. Pretty damn shit. It, it's, no, I, I do just never fucking watch. Yeah. Never fucking watch. I don't actually know if I've ever met anyone who has like or it. ever like heard someone talk about they've actually liked Indiana Jones 4. But I have heard a lot of people praise the, the original Star the yeah. original the okay. Star Wars. Take my mum for instance. My mum's got very poor taste in movies. I, I disagree with her on a lot of things. She came out of Indiana Jones 4 and she's a huge Indiana Jones fan. It's like every time when she was growing up her family didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. But every time those movies came out, she was the first in line to see those in cinema. When the fourth one came out, she you could just see the disappointment on my mum's face. 
My mom's the person who will watch Pretty Woman five times in a row and still enjoy it. <laughs> she's that. She's that woman. She's the one who goes to those awful movies and will still enjoy. It. I mean, I've changed her quite well now. I mean, yeah. She's. I mean, she loves In Bruges now. I love that. I, I love good. that movie. It's, in Bruges is her favorite movie now. Wow. Compared well to, done. Compared to Pretty Woman, what it used to be. I mean, yeah. yeah. Show about a, a film about a prostitute who got where she was in society eventually by sleeping with well, doing that, her job. That, yeah, that's what prostitutes <laughs> do, isn't it? Like doing her job well, she got into high society. There you go. Doesn't work. Anyway, doesn't work ever. I will never get into high society based on how well I do my job. I was not born into money. That's how well, even works yeah. right now. But for a prostitute, that's the way to go. Yeah. So that just explained to young women: if you don't want to be poor, sleep with men. Yeah, pretty for much. Money. Yeah. And I don't agree only, with that message. Only if you're pretty. <laughs> If you're not, you're, you're still sleeping <laughs> with men for money, or women, but you're just not getting into high... No, neither do I. I don't but it's just because it's called pretty, pretty woman. woman. Uh, it's like, okay, that was one generation. Our generation has Twilight. I hate, yeah. Which, I mean, the original you know message, what? the overall message for Twilight was explained well in the community. Men, like, crave young flesh, and will do what they t- can get to get new young flesh. Yeah. <laughs> Every woman that sees it, Mines are hot, do what you can to get them! Yeah. But you know what? I don't hate Twilight. I don't like it. I've I, never seen it, so I'm I, forced to watch it. I'm never gonna like. I don't like the look of them. They look very badly made, terribly acted. But I like I, as much as I'd like to say it's shit, I can't because I've never. I've seen it. the first one, and um, the girls I'd watched it with said that the best stunt was coming up. I was like, oh, it could be pretty awesome. You can have stuff in terrible movies. Where they have an awesome stuff. I can't remember what movie the movie's called, but when they climb the mountain. When they climb the mountain. And That's a good bit in movie. And they have to do it really fast, and there's a guy who, I can't remember exactly, but it's someone trapped in the mountain. I can't remember what's called. I literally have no idea what you But, like, there's a, there's a stunt in it where they have to jump across the thing, arms swinging, and he uses the actions oh, you climb the mountain with, and um, sticks in. That's vertical good. limit. Vertical limit. That's a good stunt, in my opinion. Yeah. It looked awesome. You know what the great stunt was? He took his top off. A reverse um, 180 spin. A J-turn. Oh. He's in a <laughs> J-turn. <laughs> That's pretty bad. That was the best stunt in the movie, apparently. Wow. And it's just kind of like... According to the one person you watched it with. I, I, I watched it with a few people, they all agree. It's like, oh, okay. so amazing how well, you did that. okay. They didn't say it was the best stunt ever. They said they it was the, the best stunt in the movie. But they got excited for that stunt. Yeah, but th- that's because it's the only interesting part <laughs> of the film. <laughs> that's the best part of the film. Yeah. I mean, there are other bits I'd say were probably better stunts, but they didn't look that difficult to... To do, yeah. To Stuff perform. like um, jumping, <laughs> jumping really high. And no, it was. I think I rivaled that stunt with one where she's about to get crushed by something, and he and got jumping away and puts his hand out and stops it. A car. But that's very I easy. I saw that in the trailer. But it's very easy to do. You just use thick uh, wires underneath the car. It stops where you need it to stop. Yeah, simple. Not hard stunt to do. No, and probably not hard to do. It's a J ten. I don't know. I don't drive. <laughs> but when you have films like Die Hard, where the stunts they do, uh, they can put Jackie Chan in that movie. And any stunt he did would have been better. If they put Jackie Chan in Twilight... <laughs> I would watch it. <laughs> I would watch that a lot. I don't care how bad some of the movies he's done are, I would watch anything he's in. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, the best stunt work I've seen was Drunken Master 2. Drunken... I still love Drunken Master 1, though. I still love it, but, like, the fight under the train in Drunken Master 2. Yeah. For me, that's better than anything I've seen in The Matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, white action films are nowhere near as good as, like, oriental action films. Bar taken. Liam Neeson beating shit up is just awesome. I say the choreography in, like, 
or into films a bit. Yes. Die Hard for me. I don't care what any other action film comes out. I'm just going to action die, films hard. die Hard rather than like martial arts yeah. films. I mean, um, and when you combine them, they're not very good. Depends on like. I didn't like Jet Li and Lethal Weapon Four. Oh, I see what you mean. I, I mean, I like Jackie Chan yeah, yeah. in Rush um, Hour. That's because it's, that's because it's but, a Jackie Chan. That's because it's a Jackie Chan film. Yeah, exactly. I remember him coming out about talking about Rush Hour One, and he was saying how much he hates it because it's so like it so panders to just a racist audience. Yeah. Like the whole like, oh, he can't speak English, isn't that funny? Well, I mean, you get like, oh, he's Chinese, he must know kung fu, and then you get yeah. stereotypical black man almost. Not almost, definitely. definitely. I mean, like, there's some things that are slight off. Yeah. But like, it is, like, I don't know, it's... I mean, like, suddenly dancing two as well. Two as a car blows up. Yeah. No, everyone be kind of like, holy shit, I made a car explode! Yeah. <laughs> it is... I, I, I love them too. Ridiculous I do films. love them too. Yeah, two is really good. Those are just ridiculous films, though, made by a bad filmmaker. Um, but, anyway, what were we talking about? I remember... Oh, Star Wars. That's what I wanted to get back to. Star Wars. There are a lot of people who actually defend the prequels, and um, I think we talked about Fanboys before, because we talked about it when we were... Yeah, Fanboys, great film, Star Wars... Uh, we spoke about it during one the of the Fright Fest because we got the yeah. And in that film, there is... Um, no, not in the film, the director of the film, he is a very avid um, defender of the prequels... Yes, he loves the prequels. He actually really enjoys them, as to my knowledge. And I remember seeing um, him and a couple of other people talking about the prequels, and everything he said to defend it made complete sense. You remember anything you said to defend it? Um, okay, one of, the, one of the big problems I remember from the prequels that a lot of people had a kind of bad feeling towards is, is the introduction of uh, this thing called metachlorians, which was basically something in your blood that told you that you were a Jedi. Yeah. And so it was basically like someone could do a blood test and they'd just be like, oh, well, you can use the Force because you've got these magical things yeah. in your body. And so a lot of people hated the fact that they had taken it, they had made it like like that, Rather than just being like, oh, you have, like, the power of the Force. It was just like, no, 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 it's in your blood. The Force, like, the Force is in your blood. You can use it no matter what. It kind of seems the same thing to you. Like, yeah. you have the power of the Force. Well, of course you do. That's you. It's not hereditary. It's just a, um evolutionary anomaly. Yeah. That's how it always viewed the Force. Yeah. The people who but, used it were evolutionary anomalies. But what it was kind of before is you could learn to use the Force. Some people are better at it. Yeah. But it was kind of like you could learn to do it. And um, and then the Metagorians well, was, the, um, was just training. an explanation. That was people's explanation that they'd given themselves, I'm guessing. Because yeah. I don't think I'd never, I'd never heard it explained like that. Yeah, I think, I think the problem with the Metagorians more was no, nobody wanted an explanation for why... Yeah. Like Jedi's were Jedi's. Nobody wanted that. Like nobody needed that explanation. Yeah. But um, Carl Newman, the director of Fanboys, he was talking about how um, how it would be ridiculous if the Jedi's, who had been around for thousands and thousands of years, and who were like the highest levels of like scientists and religious like kind of leaders and all those uh, all those like intellects, didn't couldn't find a way 
to scientifically explain the force. Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it wouldn't make sense that they wouldn't be able to figure out something that was common within everyone. Whether it was like, everyone has blue hair. They must have the force. <laughs> like, there was the, for thousands of years they had been around. So of course they're going to figure out a way, it's something that connects every single jet. There's got to be one thing. I mean, I just... Or just being like, they all have a lightsaber. I mean, I remember watching the um, original three, and I was, what, seven, eight years old at the time? And I remember actually thinking to myself, how would I know if I was a Jedi? Because you can move it. But no, you'd no, have to I learn how to do that, wouldn't you? you yeah, No one at the beginning can really just go... So I'd have to sit there for hours a day going... Yeah, hey, I'm not reading it today, I'll try it again tomorrow. That's the whole point of it. Like, it's all about... Like meditation and controlling your but mind, but there'll be no way to know whether or not you could actually do it. Well, you not. So, I mean, I, I actually agree with the metaphorians existing. Yeah, because I, I actually kind of did with an explanation of it. Okay, I know what you mean, but then but then the again, I'm time, weird. So at the same time, like, I kind of I never needed the I don't hate the explanation, but I never needed it. I, I always I kind of wanted it. I always thought that it was just like anyone can be a Jedi; they just have to be trained, yeah, yeah. like. They just have to learn how to do it. Anyone can do it. Some people are better at it than others. Like, but I thought it was just like anything. Anyone can anyone can try, but only some people are going to succeed. Yeah. Like, and then for me, as a kid watching that film, you're just like, oh, yeah, they, if he can be a Jedi, I can try and be a Jedi. Why not? Why can't I try? Of course. But then when they introduce, like, oh, yeah... So to be a Jedi, you have to have Metaglorians in your blood, and it's just like, oh, well, I definitely don't have those things then. So I can, I can never be a Jedi as a child. It's just like, oh, I can. Ne- Not that I noticed that while I was watching Phantom Menace, but it's I kind of I don't understand why they put the explanation in, mm. but I understand the explanation. Yeah, uh, I, I wanted it there, but I just I wanted. I think I wanted it there. I think the experience think, of it is like when I used to want to be an X-Men. Because the whole thing about like the mutant gene is it comes at you when you're a child. Yeah. When you no, when you hit puberty, that's when your powers start to come around. And so like reading X-Men and watching X-Men all my life, I, when I'm coming to puberty, I'm just like, come on, powers. <laughs> Adamantium claws coming out. Something, just some anything, just feasible, metal skin, anything. But if they were just like, oh yeah, if um, you can only become a mutant, obviously you can only become a mutant if you have the mutant uh, gene, but it only becomes apparent when you hit puberty. If it was just like, oh, you have a mutant gene from birth, um, and it's obvious in everyone, and if you don't have it, you're definitely never becoming a mutant. Yeah. Then it's just like, oh, well, I can never... I know I can never become a mutant. And I think the Metaglorians is kind of like that. I know you're getting slightly based on the fact that it's impossible to tell with modern science. You could still be a Jedi. You could have it in your blood. I know. But we wouldn't know. But by their laws, like, that's what I watch it as a kid, and I'm just like, he can be a Jedi. If I practice enough, I'll be a Jedi. But I see Superman, and I'm just like, well, I'm not an alien. <laughs> so I'm not, I didn't land on this planet in a cape, so I'm not going to be Superman. Whereas you could inherit everything Bill Gates owns, some miracle way. 
and yeah. come back then. Yeah. Makes him awesome. Yeah, like, the thing preventing me from becoming Superman is I'm not an alien. <laughs> I'm not from a different planet. You're the not thing preventing me from becoming Batman is I don't have enough money and I would shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> if they came up, if you could invent a way to get out of a situation very, very easily, without any harm coming to you, I reckon you could become Batman. I easily become. I would definitely be Batman. We, I, I'd be Batman. There'd be millions of Batman running around. Exactly. And maybe that's the problem. <laughs> maybe they invented it, yeah. and then someone's realised there's gonna be Batmans everywhere. But then, if someone makes a Batman, there's gonna be a Joker, and then you've just killed innocent hundreds of innocent yeah, people. I, I do realise that if I became Batman, someone I, I wouldn't know who would be like, "There's a Batman." I still automatically see, become yeah. Joker. Yeah. And you'll get some roided-out dickhead going. I'm going to become Bane and break his back. Yeah. And that's where I'd be most worried. And not only... My own physical safety. <laughs> not Screw everyone else. is your physical safety at, at kind of... Jeopardy. Jeopardy, that's the word. But your financial safety is also a Jeopardy because DC would sue the shit out of you. <laughs> they would sue you so hard you'd not be Batman anymore because you'd have to sell it all. The only way DC could sue you, though, is if they could actually get you in a court of law. If you're running around as a vigilante, I think police would be more concerned with getting you off the street before you hurt someone or yourself. Or but then once people, they've arrested you... Oh, you'd be super shit. Then you're going to be super <laughs> super shit. Exactly. So, I don't know. I don't think... Somehow, I don't think those are realistic. <laughs> but as a kid... It's possible. It's... Yeah. Just don't put yourself Batman. Exactly. Like, being Superman was never an option for yeah. me. Because I... And maybe that's why I don't like Superman. I Although like I really Superman. like Supergirl. I don't understand. I don't like Superman. I don't know. I I, I, very, I like I really don't like Superman, but um, and maybe that's why because I could never be Superman. But then I really like Supergirl, and I could never be Supergirl even more because at least with Superman, I'm a boy. <laughs> Supergirl's even further. Not only is she an alien, she's a different gender from me. That's even further away. And she has a different hair color. At least Superman has the same hair color as me. I think that comes in a bit of a uh, boomerang there. She's so far away. It's okay to like her. Yeah, I don't know. I always, like, for me, reading Supergirl, she was always, like, the female Spider-Man. Because whereas Superman would just fly along and just be like, I have these amazing powers and I can do whatever I want, Supergirl always fucked up and would always, like, not know how to oh, use Oh, so she's powers. more realistic. Yeah, so That's she's not, like, like about the perfect American man. Yeah, what I didn't like about Superman, my main flaw with Superman is he's perfect, yet he struggles at times. Yeah. Although, there are... There are several weaknesses of his, I know. Like, he's been around for fucking year, like, 70 years. Yeah. So there are a few really good stories. And um, there was a recent story... Like, recent stories in Action Comics, which is where Superman first started. Action Comics number one is where Superman first started. Uh, And recent kind of Action Comics stories, like, leading up to 900, there's a really great Lex Luthor story... Um, and it was basically action comics was told from the villain side. And Lex Luthor went around and found all these villains in the DC universe. And each issue, he'd be encountering a different villain. Yeah. Um, not like not fighting them because he was trying to be good, but he would just encounter them and something like. like there's a great one where he meets Joker, and they're just sitting in a room, and Joker just fucks with him for the whole <laughs> fucking issue. Really good stuff written by uh, Paul Cornell, who is. English, which is even better. He also lives near this area. Really? He shops at the local comic shop that I shop at. He runs into a door? Yes. Nice. Like last week. 
Um, which is action comics in Chesham that you should go and find if you live in Buckinghamshire. Um, but yeah, so at that action comic stuff is really good. But that's more of a Lex Luthor story. Um, but there's three Superman stories that I actually really like. The Superman Red Sun, which is written by Mark Miller, another... I've been told that's what I should British, read. Another British comic writer, who basically it's the story of Superman if instead of landing in Kansas in America, he lands in Soviet Russia. <laughs> that's awesome. And he becomes a symbol, like, for truth, justice, and the Soviet way. Yeah. Rather, and he helps them win the, like, Cold War. And then you also get to see Soviet Wonder Woman and Soviet Batman, which is pretty fucking cool. Soviet Batman, you mean. Yeah. Um, and so that's a really good kind of retelling of his origin story that I really like. All-Star Superman, which is... It's kind of like the the twelve labor seven twelve I can never remember the seven or twelve labors of Hercules, whichever one it is. Um, I think it's but, twelve labors. Uh, yeah, twelve labors of Hercules, but with Superman instead of Hercules. And basically, Superman finds out um, at the start of the like series. It's a twelve issue minute uh, maxi series, and he basically finds out that he's got cancer. Wow. And he's going to die at this certain time. And so it's basically him doing his, like, it's the last, like, kind of 12 big things that he does. And it's in these, like, 12 issues. Um, And there's things like, like, he makes uh, Lois Lane's Superwoman. Like, some, I can't remember the specific details. Really good. Grant Morrison wrote it. Another British comic book writer. So, there's a little theme there. If you want British, a good Superman book, look at this one written by like, a British man. Yeah, and then the only one that, um, of the kind of selection that's was a big part of Superman's, like, story is the death of Superman, where he fights Doomsday um, and kills, like, Doomsday, but also dies in the process. And I, like, actually really like that. Uh, there was a lot of stuff afterwards where there was electric Superman like, red and blue Superman, but I haven't read. Yeah. But I've read, like, everything that leads up to and including his death. Um, and all of that I thought was actually really good. See, I've always been told, like, I'm not a fan of the Superman universe. Well, it's DC universe, but I'm not a fan of Superman. Yeah. But I've always been told to read Red Sun. Red Sun is very good. Um, but no one ever explained it to me until you just said that. Yeah. So I was always kind of like, uh, but <laughs> I, I would read it just for Soviet Batman. Which really isn't the mentality you're going in with. No, it's just a really good story. Story, yeah. And I like the change his the S on his chest is no longer an S; it's a hammer and a sickle because of like obviously, the, yeah. Well, um, yeah, and like I actually really like it. I think it's really good, um, and it is very kind of like widely acclaimed that it is amazing. Um, but that is true. It <laughs> is really good. And, like I think. I don't know. I don't like Superman, but those, those are. are all stories with Superman in Because there's always going to be some. Like, I mean, after 70 years, there's bound to be one. Yeah, at least there's going to be one. Like, there's so many people's different takes on it. Yeah. So... I mean, like, I think Batman's going to be easiest right. Because with Superman, you have to somehow create either a problem, which is very difficult because he's Superman, but, and it normally revolves around either, like, magic or... Magic, electricity, and kryptonite. Those are his three weaknesses. Yep. 
What the fuck's he doing in the city? Well, um, he was born. <laughs> he was born on an alien planet and landed in Kansas. So maybe they were trying to get him away from electricity. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I mean, you I'm have pretty to, sure you electricity. Have, if you want a major issue, it has to be part of those three or someone he loves. Getting yeah. Whereas with Batman, he has the weaknesses of a human. Yeah, but I don't know. I still. So if you want to create an issue with Batman, it's, I think it's a lot easier, and then therefore you have an issue, and therefore you can write a story around the said issue, and yeah. you can create stuff. I mean, like my, what my personal favorite Batman um, story is, and isn't necessarily going to be everyone, is, and people have told me they didn't like it, is Hush. Hush is good. Hush is my favorite Batman villain. Fair enough. My theory being, I mean, he knows Batman from yeah. he knew him growing up. He can get in his side of his mind and. Eventually, Hush kind of, in my opinion, got ruined when he did the plastic surgery thing to himself. Oh, I love all that stuff. I mean, I, I liked it when it happened, and then you had that extra bit at the end where he comes back and he's pretending to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That annoyed have me. You, have you just read... It's, it's Jeff Loeb, Jim Lee, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You've, have you just read the Jeff Loeb, Jim Lee stuff? Uh, I, I don't know if it's Jeff Loeb, Jim Lee, the next... I mean, I, okay, I watched the first bit. Because... Like, read the first bit, sorry. Where yeah. uh, Batman reveals himself to Steve Kyle. Yeah. Um... And then you have uh, another bit at the end where they um, get he, the hush escapes. Yeah. And then the hush goes, and I, I got to the point where Batman's not around. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah, Batman's not around, and I can't remember the reason for it. I mean, I kind of just pick up books here and there. This is the beginning when I was starting to read Batman. Yeah. Um, so you just have like Hush Volume One and Hush Volume Hush Volume One, Hush Volume Two, Hush Money. Uh huh. And I think there's another one after that. That I, there's fucking loads. loads. Okay, but uh, I've read th- th- those three, and I like those three. Okay. There's another one after it I didn't like. Okay. But I can't well, remember which one it was. If, if you like Hush, there is this series called Batman Streets of Gotham, which is fucking amazing. I've been very, very tempted to buy it a lot of times. It's always been very so expensive when I'm running. beautiful. Um, artist Dustin Guyon, he is fucking amazing. Like... His his art is so good. I love his art. He recently has started doing a American Vampire mini series with Scott Snyder, cool. and it is so so good. His art is so good. He did a load of stuff on um, a Batgirl series where it was Stephanie Brown, who was a former female Robin and former spoiler, and um, she became Batgirl when Bruce Wayne died. And I'm guessing Dustin... that's like split universe thing. No, no, no. That happened in the normal DC universe. That's where she died. Yeah, and then she just came back. Oh, see, uh, yeah. No one's explained that to me yet. Okay. No one, no one ever dies in comic. Bruce Wayne died, and he came yeah. back. So yeah, she was Batgirl, um, and it is really fucking good. Yeah. It is one of my favorite. Twenty-four issues because they restarted the DC universe. I mean, she she's not it. fucking in it, which annoys me. <laughs> Um, but, she, like, that's, that stuff is really, really good. Written by Brian Q. Miller, and some of it's drawn by uh, Lee Garbett, and some of it is drawn by Dustin Guy. and I love, like, I love both of them, but I just love Dustin Guy's style. It's so, so good. And he drew a lot of the Batman Streets of Gotham series, which is really, really good. And it's got some really good hush stories in it. And another hush story that he did... I can't remember whose Streets of Gotham is written by, but I've got a graphic novel called uh, Batman Heart of Hush. Heart of Hush basically is one I'm there on. I 
fucking love it. I'm, I, I don't think it's Paul, anything Paul Dini does. Don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, when, I've just noticed this like within the last year or so by myself. I don't normally like the best of whatever. In my opinion, the best Batman You book, like shit. No, no. <laughs> the best Batman book I've read was A Killing Joke. That's, for me, in my opinion, the best. It's, it's, it's very widely okay. It's okay. fantastic. I mean, it was one of the first ones that I got recommended. Yeah. But it's not my favourite. Okay. Hush is my favourite. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, Hush is, like, pretty widely acclaimed as well. I, I don't think it's anywhere near... Oh, no, I don't think it's anywhere near a King Joke. Like, I don't think it's anywhere near A Long Halloween. I don't think it's anywhere near Year One. Those are... Dark Knight Returns. DK2. That's... No. Dark, Dark Knight Returns, Returns. And Dark Knight. There's another one. Dark Knight Strikes Again. Yeah, I like both those as well. Like Dark Knight Strikes Again. No, I... Yeah, I like it. I don't think it's good. That's different. That, no, that doesn't make sense. It's like my entire thing with um, Hush. I, I think you it's good. You can't like I something think it's and good. not think it's good. I like bad movies, though. But you like bad. them because they're bad. You don't read Dark Knight Strikes Again because it's bad. Oh, no, no. I mean, I know it's bad. But I'm never going to go out of my way. Like, I've gone away to read it because it's bad. That doesn't make sense. Because I'm so used to good Batman books. I want something that kind of breaks away and makes me know that. Why, why would you ever... I would rather read no I'm Batman weird. stories than bad Batman stories. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense to a normal person, but I'm weird. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I like it, but I know it's not good. I like it, but I know it's not good. That is, yeah, that doesn't make sense at all to me. Like, I like things that are bad, that most people consider bad. Yeah. But I like them, and I think they're good. Oh, no, I would never say it was good. But then you can't, then you don't like it. I just don't like it. No, how can you like something if you think it's bad? I don't like some of the Harry Potter books. Sorry, I don't think they're good, but I still like them. How? I don't know. I don't know how. But you I need just, an explanation. I, I just, it doesn't I, make sense. I don't really have an explanation for it. It's just something it in my mind. Make sense. It doesn't It doesn't have to make sense in my mind. But if you like something, that means you think it's good. Not always. Yeah, always. That's the definition of liking. Look in the dictionary. The definition of liking something is liking and thinking it is good. I mean, DK2 is something I'd recommend. No. Nowhere near it. But I'd still read it myself. So you, so you can't think it's that bad if you're going to read it again. No, I won't read it again, to be honest. There you go. But I do like it. I don't know why, but I do like it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing that you like it yeah, yeah. or that you think it's good, but you can't have one. You can't be like, I think it's good, but I don't like it. That, actually, I think it's good, <laughs> but I don't like it. Makes more sense than not... I've already, I've already said that first one, though. I, I think it's good, but I don't like it. I mean, there are some things I think are good, but I don't yeah, like Yeah, there are some films that I can watch that I, like... Okay, Citizen Kane. Yeah. It is... I can under, completely understand why people like it, and I can completely, like, get why it was revolutionary for its time and why it's important in film culture. I don't necessarily like the film... But I understand why it was such a kind of masterpiece of its time and why it is so important to films today. I'm going to move away from you slightly because I think you might stab me on this one. But I have the same thing with The Godfather. I don't understand that at all. Like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, you can not like The Godfather. I don't like it, but I know it's, it, it, it's so good. It's good. I know it's good. I know it's been important. Yeah. I don't like it. I fucking love The Godfather. Most people the do. The first one is... I like the first one better than the second one. Most people like the second one better. 
from what I've I haven't liked. seen the second one yet. I've got the second I've one. Got is really them, really if you one. don't like the first one, you're not going to like the second oh, or third enough. one. You're not going to like any of them if fair you enough. don't like the first one. Yeah. Especially the third one, because the third one's nowhere near as good as... Maybe you will like... Maybe you'll be the one person who likes three better than any of them. I'm going to be that person in the bloody... Um, what was it? E-Harmony advert? Match. Match.com. I'm going to be like... Yeah. I like bad movies. Like Godfather 3. Yeah. I'm See, bad. that doesn't make sense. You can't like something that you think is bad. If other people think it's bad, or is widely recognised as being bad, and you like it, that's different. Yeah. Like... The fact that Dark Knight Strikes Again is widely considered to be very terrible, mm-hmm. and the fact that you like it can go hand in hand, but you can't be in both groups. <laughs> I kind of am. I, but I'll, you can't. I will mock the fuck out of it, but I still like it. But you, that's different. You, like, you have to think on some level it's good. Because if oh, you I'm not saying it's completely bad and I like, would be like, oh, it's hideous. Like, at some parts of it, I, I, I find charming. So you like it, and it's good. I like it, and some of it's good. Let's see about that. There you go. Small parts of it are That good. makes sense. The majority of it, in my mind, is bad. That's fine. Yeah. But you can't, like, you can't like something and say everything about it is bad. Oh, no, I never, I never, I've never said that. Before. Okay. I mean, nothing fine. is ever everything's bad about it. Even Twilight would have some things decent about it. What, like a 180 turn? No, the fact that I never want to see what's a face in the movie again. Christmas year. Yeah. I watched... Snow White and the Huntsman. I was I wasn't excited about it, but I was looking forward to it somewhat. And it's not good. Not good. No, it's not good. Um, well, the she... story does not make sense. Okay, I'm just gonna. Start I just want to something about Christmas Tree before wait, you go wait, on that. Wait, no, wait, no, 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 we won't get back to Christmas. <laughs> no, I'm doing this Don't now worry. because we won't get back to we it. We won't. No, I promise you. Just take two seconds. This is all about her acting. <laughs> okay. Basically, mine's about the same thing. We're on. Yeah. Basically, she acts very badly in it. She acts very badly regardless. Yes. There are some weird, weird, unexplained things that happen in that film. So it starts, she's a little kid, the evil queen comes along, marries her dad, kills her dad, and then starts taking over the castle. That's the setup for Snow White. That's what she is. She is like nine or something when this happens to her. So, like, between, I'd say between eight and ten. Okay. And then she grows. Yeah, <laughs> she grows up in locked in a cellar, okay. not in a cellar, in a um, in a ta- like a dungeon tower. Suddenly turned into Rapunzel. When yeah. Continue. Um, and so she like she lives her life like uh, until she becomes of age. Okay. Uh, and so for me, that's like especially in the medieval times, latest that's going to be sixteen. Because it's true, does not look 16. Oh, no, she doesn't. But that's, that's the kind of gap I'm going to give them. So about set six or seven years have passed. Okay, so she manages to break out. That's fine. Took her six or seven years, but that makes it's like, fine. She's, she she gets a huge her, piece of stone. That's good. She sees her opportunity. She kills one. Like She doesn't even kill one of the guards. She just manages to get out, and she manages to find, like, find a way to get out of the castle. And so, that's not the bit I have a problem with. The bit I have a problem with is she jumps out of the castle into um, the sea, basically, and she can swim. How? When did she learn how to swim? I mean, they may not have shown it, but it's one of those things you can't forget how to swim. Subconsciously, your brain will already know. 
but she knows how to properly swim. But when she, I jumped into a swimming pool for the first time, I couldn't swim. Uh, I could I, flail. I, I think um, it, she, she must have learned how to swim before she got locked up. Taught by her dad, maybe. But you also have to imagine she just jumped, I'm guessing, from a really high place, right? Yeah. Adrenaline's going to be pumping through her. She'll be able to swim fast and strong. Okay, but, so... But I do agree with you. She should be struggling at some level. Yes. Okay, so you can kind of explain that a it's little bit. kind of explain the truth. Uh, the next bit, you will never be able to explain. She next walks onto the beach. There just happens to be a horse sitting on the beach. And don't worry, there's one. Come on. She rides the horse. How? That, that's just stupid. When did she learn how to ride a horse at, like... Because if you learn as in, a kid... In, the thing is, even if she learned as a kid, yeah, she would have gone. Yeah. She, she would, would not be able to get... She would have forgotten. Go. But also, it would be completely different because she would be six years older and six years bigger than she yeah. was as a child. Like, she would be a different body structure to what she learned how to ride a horse. Mm-hmm. So how can she suddenly ride a horse? Exactly. And that film is filled as shit like that. And but her well, acting. And her terrible acting. I want to go to... The only other film I've seen her in, apart from Twilight, was Adventureland. And she did exactly the same thing. No emotion whatsoever. I think my favourite incident meme of recent times has been um, Emma Watson as Hermione in the like, last three movies versus um, Chris Stewart in the Twilight movies. Which and she has the same face in every picture. Yeah, she has the same po- yeah. motion in every picture, whereas Emma Watson conveys emotion. I don't even think Emma Watson's that great. No, neither do I, but it shows the difference. I, I, I've got a nod with me right here. No, no, I agree with you. She's not that great, but it shows like Kirsten Stewart is not as good as a poor actress. Yeah, that's fair enough. That was the point I was edging Again, towards. more nods. Yeah. More nods. <laughs> Kirsten Stewart is the person who I believe sucked more dick than anyone else in Hollywood and got where she was. I don't know. I, I can imagine her... She is decent in Into the Wild. I haven't seen that. Okay. Okay. Nod. I got a nod. I got a nod. I got a nod. We had silence, but I got a nod. This is a that film Adventure. 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 I didn't like her in that. I like she's her. not too bad. Like I don't think she's bad in that. I've never seen her do a good performance. In my opinion, I've only seen the wild. I've only seen two movies. Into the wild. She's. But you, I mean, like when she's done, I can name Adventureland as a debatable bad, not a good performance. But she isn't bad. Twilight. She's just awful. And then Twilight Snow White. You said she wasn't good either. No, she. She doesn't speak much in Snow White, which she's I. She, no, yeah. That's probably a good thing. For a main character, because she is Snow White, she doesn't have a lot of dialogue. She, They basically took away loads of her dialogue and then just made her do weird faces. They were just like, use your face to convey emotion, which she can't. So she would just be looking weirdly at people to try <laughs> and tell them things. Just like, ah, ah, ah. Just like, no, just give her lines. But the script for that film was really terribly written. I know I'm going to be completely wrong here. and But whenever I saw the advert for Snow White, it always reminded me, I think it's called Labyrinth, with yeah. David Bowie. You remind me of the babe. What babe? For some reason, I expect that movie to be essentially Snow White. Just complete randomness, running mean. through mystical places. Yeah. and See, things, the thing with things just happening for no reason. Just they. I think she was the worst part of Snow White. I think if they had... Improved the script a little, and gotten a different actress. That film would have been so much better. Yeah, because it's got Chris Hemsworth in it. He's awesome. Exactly, um, and then it had Ray Winston as one of the dwarfs. That's just the Seven Dwarfs are really like good actors. Brian um, Brian Cox. Oh, fucking hell! I always call him Brian Cox. 
but he's not Brian Cox. He's someone else, and I really can't Brian? remember. No, his first <laughs> name's not even Brian. I can't remember what his name is. He's in the Long Good Friday. He's in Bob Hoskins. Yeah, Bob yeah. Hoskins. I always call Bob Hoskins Brian Ian Ho- Cox. Ian McShane Nick is another. Frost. Nick Frost is Jesus one of the Dwarves. The Dwarves are great, great cast. And then Christian Stewart's in it. Also, a thing like we didn't understand when we went to see it is Charlie's Theron is the evil queen. And the whole point of the film <laughs> is, is her getting jealous of Snow White because Snow White is prettier than she is. No. <laughs> no way. But no she's way. not. <laughs> I don't like understand one of that film. most beautiful people in the world to play the queen, which is fair enough because she's supposed to be beautiful. But then you've got to have someone more beautiful. Yeah, you have yeah. to. Uh, yeah. Like, I think, the thing though, in my, I, I've just noticed this now, Hollywood's kind of reached a point where it's not getting the stunningly attractive woman to be the lead as a young person now. It's kind of got to a point where it's someone more realistic. I don't think it's even that. I think it's just, she's popular, we'll put her in it. Yeah, that, that makes sense as well, because they got, what's his face, Shia LaBeouf and everything. And I don't yeah, exactly. No, even Stevens is the only thing he was good at. And that wasn't because of him, it was just a good story. Is it for a TV show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's literally... Whoever is popular as a teen is going to be in a lot of films. Yeah. That's quite disappointing, though. Yeah. Ho- of- Hollywood tends to grab the wrong end of the wrong stick. Yeah, yeah. I think that they're going to, like, teens who are popular. Because the guy um, who's in Game of Thrones that plays Rob Stark, he's quite like him um, and the guy who plays Jon Snow... Obviously, like, they're very kind of, like, popular, especially among women. Yeah. Um, and so I can see them being in a lot of other things. And the guy who plays Rob Stark, I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Kit Harrington, I know, is the guy who plays Jon Snow. Snow. But the guy who plays Rob Stark, I cannot remember. But he's in Sirens, which is, like, a Channel 4 comedy, which was really good. And he was really good in it. But the person who I think is one of the best people in Game of Thrones that I don't think is going to get as much recognition as he probably should is the kid who plays Joffrey. Yeah, I will say this. His acting is... I've never really watched a show or a movie thinking, I hate that character so much. Please just kill him so I can no longer see him. Yeah. I hate Joffrey that much in that show. Joffrey I, is... He makes me hate so him so much. Having read the books... I hate Joffrey so much, but it's easier to read a book and learn to, like, hate someone. It's harder to to actually physically, like, hate someone from a TV show or a film or anything like that. And he does it so well. And I've seen him in interviews, and he's, like, a really nice little, like, kid. But he is so good at it. Jack Gleason, I think, is his name. And he's so good at it that... I hate his character. He is amazing, man. But I feel so bad for him because a lot of people can't divide the fact that he's not actually Joffrey. And a lot he has um, he's talked about how he gets people throwing shit at him and shouting at him in the street. That doesn't surprise me because they hate his character so much. So he's getting shit for being a good actor. Yeah, that's, that's so horrible. That's really bad. I mean, but, but then again, people are. I'm, I'm saying this for our audience now. 
But people are stupid. <laughs> lo- people are I don't stupid. think our audience will be stupid. Our audience will have to have some kind of intellect no. to follow our conversations. Yeah. Because we go back and forth quite a lot and it's we just true. go on tangents. And we miss things out. We miss things out and they'll have to be patient but intelligent. But I mean, when you... When I was growing up, I remember like there being interviews with soap stars and my mum very much likes soaps. I grew up with soaps. Um, soaps are terrible. It's um, ah, so awful. Yeah. But um, you get like people who play the bitchy one or yeah. the evil one and they get yelled at in the street going, yeah. how could you do that to Barry? How could you kill Ian? How could you <laughs> stab Bianca? And then it's just kind of like three EastEnders references, the only EastEnders references we will ever have. <laughs> I don't even know if they're true or not. Some I'm of sure might Ian be. isn't dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no words of that for years. I do not want to. It probably could be. I mean, we're going to find this out now. No, I never want to find out. I don't want to know. <laughs> you, know you want to watch EastEnders when you can't recognise a character. You just kind of, this is an EastEnders, bye-bye. Oh, it's never been... I never liked EastEnders. But, um, yeah, so when you have people doing that with soap stars in this country, it kind of makes it more believable that people I mean, attempting to physically harm a good actor for conveying someone they're supposed to hate. Yeah. And he does a great job at it. He is very good, but... I think because he plays such a hateable character... He plays such a hateable character, but he does so well. He won't get as much recognition as a lot of other people in yeah. that show. Because I also Peter Dinklage, who plays Tyrion, Tyrion is a bad person. Like, especially in the books. He, well, yeah, like, he's a, he, does, he does a lot of selfish things. Um, and he does a lot of things for himself basically. Yeah. Which is the definition of selfish. <laughs> but he is a, like, he's a selfish, he's very like kind of protective character and he's a selfish character. And he does do some heroic and noble things, but at the same time, he is like somewhat of a bad person. But he's very conniving. He's very, that's the word. He is very conniving. And so is the spider in Game of Thrones as well, um, Varys. And both of them are very, like, conniving and kind of somewhat evil, but they have good sides to them. But they're played by really good actors who play them in the show um, as more of, like, a good person who does some bad things rather than somewhat bad people who do some good things. And Peter... Peter, Don't get me wrong, Peter Dinklage is fucking awesome. He is awesome. But... He will get so much more recognition for really being... Has. Yeah, exactly. Than the kid who plays Joffrey. Yeah, I mean, I think it stands to point there. I mean, I don't know the kid who plays Joffrey's name, but I know who Peter Dinklage is. Exactly. And I think that's... Where we're going to leave this one. Wait, wait, wait. We can't leave it without doing a three words max review. We did two in the middle. But we need to do one at the end. That's the whole point. We can't... Those middle ones are extra for... They were extra. Fine oh, okay. <laughs> so we have to, you have to do one now. Game of Thrones, I mean, there's no way you can do a three-word review about Game of Thrones. I couldn't do that. I'm going to... I am I'm, I'm going to... Oh, we have, a, we have a volunteer. You have to save it for when you're actually on it. Then. We don't have a volunteer. I will do a whole Game of Thrones episode. I got... I called up Peter and just got kicked back in. Yeah. So you've got, you've got about 30 seconds, because you came unprepared, as usual, to... To our wonderful, wonderful... Our poor audience are listening to this. Listening to me vamp while you try and think of something. <laughs> so I'm going to give you no more time. So without further ado, three words max review. What is it on? The OK Cupid app. Okay. Well pulled out of your ass. <laughs> what is the review? Doesn't work fully. 
Well, that's the end of that then. And there's just one last thing to say. Thanks for listening. Wait, 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 wait. Don't stop listening. We've got more. We've got more just to tell you, just to inform you of some things that we've finally gotten around to setting up. So, we've set up our website. That's possibly where you got this from. And the website is threewordsmaxpodcast.wordpress.com. So, go onto the website. That's where you can see all the latest updates, all that kind of stuff. And what else have we got? Alternatively, we've got Facebook. Uh, search Three Words Max Podcast onto Facebook. And, um, yeah, there you'll find our latest little things, our little rants or whatever. I'm saying rants. It's going to be rants. Yeah. It's going to be me talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly? Oh, and as well, we've also got a Gmail account. It's threewordsmaxpodcast at gmail.com. Any fan mail you want to send us, just send it straight that way. Three words max podcast at gmail.com, three words max podcast.wordpress.com, and three words max podcast on, on Facebook. Easy to find. If you listen to the show, hopefully you know what the title is, and therefore you'll be able to find all the information that you need about where to go to annoy us and talk to us, and we will, I will respond. Guaranteed. Guaranteed response from Asa Wheatley. Non-guaranteed response from Adam, unless you swear and he will tell you to go fuck yourself. Essentially. Essentially. Now you can go. Thanks for listening.